Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Now, have you decided that you're going to do this podcast without me after I... (laughs) Well, it's a bit awkward because we had... We've been speaking to the HR department about your dismissal, but... um... The thing is that we're both head of HR, so can I stay, please? That's an awkward one, isn't it? There was someone in HR, I think her name was Zoe, and she said we should give you another chance. Oh my God, mate, I'm so sorry. I hadn't... I mean, obviously we've spoken about this, but... um, I think I've got a cyst on my right ovary, um, which has just been getting progressively worse and worse and worse. Now, before I got pregnant with Luna, I had one. And because at that time I was ovulating, um, it I think it just a bit gross, but I think it burst. So I think I, I think that's what happens. Like as you know, as I ovulated and the egg came down, the, it just yeah, you know, that's burst. what happens with yeah. that's what happens with with cysts, right? But I think because of everything that's going on with the menopause. I just don't oh. think it's got. I don't think it's got the facilities Stuff's not to do moving. that. Yeah, yeah, so I don't think yeah. so. But but it was so bad. I had to go to bed. Like it was. I was crying my eyes out in pain. I was. Re- I was really. But weirdly, it also happened the day after I had my jab, and I'm wondering whether it all kicked off because of that. I don't, I just don't know. God, that's. In, do you know what? I've been hearing yeah. so much stuff actually about having the jab and then like heavier periods or lighter periods. Or, really? Like yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I think, so I think it was Doctor. Brooke, um, who we had on the podcast, yeah. she did a post on it because right. she'd obviously had lots of questions. And, the, you know, it's just what, another thing, isn't it, that I think us women go through. <laughs> yeah, just something and else. Like, just something oh, else to deal with. Oh, yeah, just something else to add to our list of things. Um, <laughs> How are yeah, you? No, I'm all right. I'm fine. We had, do you know, <laughs> we had hang, five nights off of having kids, maybe six nights. Oh, my God. And, um, like, all week was lovely. Like, you know, just going to bed early and waking up and obviously working and stuff and then Saturday night the night before we were picking the kids up I got absolutely trashed so oh, then gosh. when I picked the kids up I didn't feel refreshed I felt <laughs> dreadful <laughs> why do we always do oh, that what a silly thing to do I should have done that at the beginning yes like the first night and then like you know slowly 
pieced myself back together for picking no, them up. I, it's always the same, isn't it? So we we decided. Do you remember? Um, well, they're so lovely, and they become lovely friends of mine now. Actually, Gemma and Haley from that um, amazing company called Organized. Yes, they're the detox girls that came in and basically sorted our life out. Um, well, it was Gemma's fortieth on Saturday, so unlike I'm on this major stint at work, and I, I didn't get to have Sunday off, so I, I'm doing like fourteen days on the bounce. But I thought I'm, my sensible side was going you should just go to bed don't go to the party and then Dozza looks at me and I was like let's fucking go so sensible we went, side well yeah. I haven't seen that one yet <laughs> all right Miss Pisson, that? you're the one that goes out and gets trashed all the time I'm the I've one that's going to bed early exactly. I've lost it it's gone I think I need it back <laughs> someone needs to be sensible oh my god it was really but it was really good though and I think that's that's the message out of all of this that even if you do have to get up go to work parent it's worth the hangover sometimes because we had so much fun yeah yeah. No, do you know what? I was going to say that because I hear so often, oh, do you know what? It's just not worth the hangover. No. And I get it. I do get it. When, you, when you're thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to have to be up in like four hours because I've got a baby or I've got a toddler or whatever, you think, no, I won't do it. But actually... We do need to do things like that for ourselves. We do. And like every, everything's a bit harder, isn't it, when you're a parent? Like, you know, even just go out for dinner is a little bit harder. But yeah. it's worth it. It's so worth it. So, yeah, we do all need to let off some steam. <laughs> yeah, we really do. And when I got into work the other day, I said to my producer, I was like, I said, you know what day it is? And he goes, what? And I went, it's a McDonald's day. <laughs> we got a dirty McDonald's. It wasn't even that warm. And I felt... So much better. <laughs> a lukewarm McDonald's. McDonald's lovely, lovely. Um, now, today's conversation um, is with somebody who has recently announced that she is expecting her first baby. Um, now, I grew up watching, like with similar age, but she's been on our screens for a really long time in one of my favourite soaps ever, EastEnders. Yeah, same. I mean, I grew up watching her. Yeah. Um, and it's. It's funny, like when you know you you kind of grow up watching them when they're really young yeah. on TV, yeah. and then now we're like the same age and having babies, and yeah. Like, God, crazy. Our She's- whole life has been in the public eye pretty much totally totally and it was a really beautiful chat because um actually a conversation came out of it that I didn't think we were going to end up having with her but um she was really really honest about how you know she's been feeling about herself during her pregnancy and you know the weight gain with the baby coming and all this kind of stuff and it was just it was just really real and raw wasn't it and I didn't think it was going to go that way actually no and that's the beauty of these you yeah. know these podcasts actually you know we go in with you know a, a kind of a topic in mind don't we or, or yeah. how what we might talk about but actually we want our guests to open up about what's important to them what they're mm. going through mm. because if they're going through it, there's going to be someone else listening who's going through it or maybe has been through it. And they yeah. that kind of validates how they're feeling as well. So mm. we're just grateful to have this platform that we can do that. We really are. Um, what a wonderful human she is. Actress, all-round legend, soon to be mum. Georgia, who are we chatting to today? Today we are chatting to Louisa Lytton. So joining us on the podcast today, uh, we've literally just asked her what she wants to be introduced as and she just came back with, I'm an actress. So joining us on the podcast today, please welcome actress Louisa Lytton. Hello. (laughs) Not like actress slash dancer slash Yeah, so many people that come on, they give us a list of like 15 things that they do and we're like... 
Okay, mm. I'm not sure if we can get through all 15 of your job titles. <laughs> it's because now everyone does. So you can cross yeah. over, right? You can do, yeah. I could bring out a single tomorrow if I wanted. Not that I ever would. Um, <laughs> but no, I think we're safe to just sit with that just for now. I should have chucked in though, soon to be soon to be mummy because congratulations on your pregnancy how are you feeling thank you so much yeah I'm okay now I'm I'm 34 weeks now so I'm through the first hurdle which was the sickness phase which yeah lasted about three months which I think is quite normal for people isn't it and I was I was just saying like I've been quite lucky as in I've had no complications I've not really you know nothing's really been a problem but it's it's really really tough now Mm. I'm just at that final stretch of like I'm nearly there come on baby like literally (laughs) willing it to come early and my partner keeps saying like can we stop can we stop with this whole like (laughs) is gonna be here in the next week (laughs) the other day I messaged my midwife I was like I think I'm having contractions (laughs) (laughs) I'm just willing it to happen (laughs) what did she say back to you she said well what's happening and I basically have got pelvic girdle so she was like no that's just the pains you've had throughout (laughs) I think you know well, I think to when you do get towards the end and you almost in your head you're like okay I'll be okay if it happened now that's all right every mm. little niggle you're suddenly like well this could be it this could, this be, could it. be it yeah. I remember I used to phone my mum she lived in um in London and I was living in Cheltenham so quite a distance so she did need a bit of a heads up you know yeah. I'd say to her every day I think it might be today <laughs> I think it might be today and I ended up going two weeks over and none of my you know phone calls to her were ever it was today. Yeah. No, um, it wasn't. <laughs> Two weeks over though, George. Jesus Christ. No, that, don't, don't. No, it'll be all right. Don't worry. It's funny because when the, um, what are they called? Braxton Hicks. It's when they start and you go, this is it. And you get ready and you think, and then they disappear and you're like, oh Jesus, it's just the Braxton Hicks. Because they, they feel like proper contractions as well. I'll be in the hospital at that point. Like, <laughs> it's here. <laughs> They'll be like, no, it's definitely not. Here she comes again. <laughs> She's back again with her bag. I might as well just move in. But I think it's, more that thing of because I've been so busy I've been working I've been so hectic I've not really thought about what's happening to me and all of a sudden I'm not working and I've got all this time on my hands so I'm driving myself mental about the labor whereas if it just like just happens now I've got no time to think about it does that make Mm. sense yeah Mm. and what are your thoughts around labor um, I've literally gone from one extreme to the other. So before I got pregnant, I was always, I'm having a cesarean because a lot of my friends, close friends have had emergency C-sections for many different mm. reasons and complications. And it's always terrified me. And then the moment I was pregnant, I got pregnant. I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I can do this. I, I'm made to do this. I can do this. And, you know, we've done a hypnobirthing course and, um, and I was really relaxed pretty much throughout. And now I'm going backwards again. And I think it's just because I know it's it's coming. It's coming soon. And, you know, at the moment, the baby's back to back. So I'm worried about that. Yeah. Um, it's quite big. They're saying that it's, it's on the, like on the chart, it's quite big. So I'm worried about that. And that's why, yeah, I, I just need it to happen soon so I can stop freaking myself out about stuff. Totally normal though, Louisa. I mean, it's. It, I feel like every conversation we have with women and Georgia and I had exactly the same thing. You know, I was set on having a C-section because back to back again and all this stuff. And then I was yeah. just, as it was happening, I just thought, no, I'm good. 
I can do it. And it was almost like that, you know, it was just, I just flipped. So okay. I just think whatever you're experiencing now, it's completely, completely normal. Yeah. Um, you don't know the sex either, do you? No, no, we're not finding out. And that was another reason we didn't find out was because I said, I re- I know it sounds crazy because you have to get the baby out, but it would give me more of like an incentive to get the baby <laughs> out on the day. <laughs> so you could find the, out. Yeah, at least I've got the excitement of we don't know, you know, and also it's a special moment for Ben, like my partner, to be able to be the person to tell me and yeah. all those things I was really looking forward to. So, yeah, we, we decided not to find out. But it's funny, isn't it? You just go through them. I've literally gone like up and down, up and down throughout mm. of, yeah. as to what I want, what I don't want. And ultimately, you can't plan for anything. Mm. No, what you will can't. Be, will be. Mm. And have you found, you mentioned that like a lot of your friends have had to have emergency C-sections. Have you found that the second you told people you were pregnant, you get lots of people telling you, oh, this is what I did and this is what I did and this happened to me. Have you found that kind of, I guess, muddles with your head a little bit and what yeah. and what you want to do it does and the problem is I knew all of these stories from before so it's not mm. even so much that people are now telling me their experiences because I'm pregnant I've you know I've we're all at that age now so we're all having babies so I've pretty much experienced everyone's experiences with them if that makes sense um but I've actually had quite a few people say you know, do you want me to tell you, like, do you want me to tell you what happened to me? Like, sort of ask me beforehand, which I think is really nice. Yeah, that's nice. And I think nice. I would be the person to do the same because it's it's a lot of pressure to put onto somebody, um, you know, and also it's, everybody's body works differently. So it's, it's not really healthy to hear these, mm. you know, terrible stories. But then at the same time, it's, it is the reality, and if you if you went into it just thinking it's going to be plain sailing and only hearing positive stories, maybe it would freak you out even more if something was to happen. You know, wouldn't it be amazing if that was a thing in every aspect of life? Like, yeah. if someone could say to you, "Would you like me to um, give you my ju- like? Would you like me to be judgy now? No, no, hold your judgment, <laughs> yeah. thanks. No, thank you. Yeah. Would you like me to tell you what I think of your outfit? No, no, <laughs> absolutely no, thank not. You. Oh, okay, great, fine, I won't. <laughs> life would be so much nicer if that was a thing. It would. Although yeah. I feel like in most cases, other than this one, because like you said, sometimes it's good to know what could happen. Most of the time, if you think, should I ask this person if they want to hear this information? Almost that, your internal filter should be like, no, I should not. I shouldn't say anything. Yeah. But when it comes to like parenthood and birth and stuff, I do think some people want to be armed with all the information. I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's not a bad thing. Because that yeah. way, I now look at all my friends. That have, some have been through traumatic experiences and they've got amazing toddlers running around and they're fine and they're happy. And they're, so in a way, it's sort of, you know that, look, anything can happen, but we're going to get through this. Mm. So it is maybe a good thing mm. to hear some stories. Um, Louisa, let's let's jog backwards and let's go back to the moment that you found out that you were pregnant. Because Georgia and I just love hearing yeah. about those moments. Yeah. Um, the, the, the tale around that and that the, I guess the emotion attached to it is always is, is always a fantastic kind of story so just tell us what happened in your case so we we were oh god we were covid I'm a covid bride so I was meant to have got married two years ago now um and we pushed the wedding back to this year this summer and at the end of last year I said to Ben look if this doesn't look like it's happening next year 
let's just let's just start trying you know who knows what's going to happen and I did the whole because it's true it could take a year you don't know how long it's going to take you know I we don't we don't know do we Mm. and we got pregnant in the first month (laughs) did you wow which was which was um yeah so basically it was uh Christmas day I we were we had you know everyone was in lockdown so we did a big zoom family zoom like party thing and I was drinking and that night I got in bed and I felt so sick and I'm never sick really with alcohol and I just thought no surely not surely not so soon so the next day I was like Ben I need to do a test now I'm a neurotic so he was like oh here we go (laughs) he was like I don't think it's gonna happen that quick you know every month she's gonna be saying this we need to do a test I need a test test. he was like oh anyway I did um he stayed in bed because he just thought oh she's on one um and yeah, I did a test and I literally walked out the bathroom and I was like, I'm pregnant. <gasps> my whole body, like I got the shakes, my whole body mm. went into mm. like shock, I think. Um, as did Ben, he sort of, yeah, it was amazing. We were crying and then I just got straight in the shower. Like it was just like, oh, okay. I didn't really know what to do with myself. It's funny that moment, so isn't weird. it? Because I guess it's that moment that you become a parent, right? As soon, Absolutely. Well, maybe even when you decide to start trying to have a baby, you almost become a parent then, don't you? Because you're already thinking of introducing someone else into your life. Yeah. But I guess when you do wheel on that stick and you see pregnant, you feel like, okay, well, what do I do now then? Like, do we, you know, we're sure we have to do something, but yeah. actually you don't. You don't <laughs> so do anything. True. No. We sort of, I don't really know what we even did that day, if I'm honest. It was sort it was, oh, the whole thing was really surreal. And I wanted to just pick up my phone and call everybody straight away. And Ben was like, no, let's not do that. Um, and I ended up not well we told both our parents on New Year's Eve. So a week later, and Ben made me do a test every morning <laughs> to make sure he was like we need to do another test and I was like but baby it says pregnant I must have done about five tests before he sort of got what, like accepted what was happening um and then we told our parents and then from there it started to feel a bit more real but yeah mm. I think for a few days he was in denial he kept just pulling the tests out <laughs> do it again Pee- peeing yeah, on demand like <laughs> god do you know what we, we always joke about the fact that those days afterwards are slightly as a bit of an anti-climax because you're is. so excited and you've got this like invisible pregnant sign above your head and then when you go to the doctors like I remember going to the doctors skipping into the reception saying to receptionist pregnant and she was like all right, nut okay. job. Can you just yeah. like sit down and just wait for your appointment? Then I went into the doctor and I was like, I'm pregnant. She went, okay, great. Um, and I was like, are you going to do something, right? You're going to do a test or have a look or oh, surely there's a heartbeat. At least like, check my like temperature. Two weeks, <laughs> two weeks pregnant. We can't do that yet. I mean, nothing. So they do nothing. nothing. And then you, and nothing. I was like, I left. I was like, oh, Jesus, I thought it was going to be all about me. And Do you know not, what? They don't so actually true. even ask you to prove it, do they? No. That's what I found I weird. I could just be pretending. Yeah. I could be wasting your time. <laughs> it's so weird isn't it I guess it's that whole protection thing because even when I went in yeah to have like my blood taken I think that was maybe just before 12 weeks it was it, it was like they were just taking it for something else yeah it's just, it's just you're right it's such a surreal experience because you feel so nervous throughout that period that the one person that could sort of reassure you i.e. a doctor yeah. when they don't you're like oh okay I'll just be nervous then <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I'll just go about my business and I'm not allowed to tell anyone and now yeah. I don't even know if I'm pregnant or not and I've got to wait, what, six weeks to see it. Like it was just, yeah, it's a weird, 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 weird moment. No one tells you that part actually. That's the, that's those bits of the information that I would have liked to have been told at the beginning. Yeah. Because um, you, yeah, you just don't know what to do. You almost put it to the back of your head. Well, you don't because it's always in your head, but you almost need to put it to the back of your head until you get to that scan. Yeah. I think that's the time, isn't it, where you, you lay there and, you know, you hear the heartbeat and you see a fetus and you're yeah. like... This is what I thought happened straight yeah. after. Yes. I, this yeah. is what I thought. This yeah. is the day. We'll be right back after this short break. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. What about um, preparation for baby coming? Like, are you the organised parent? Is is Ben getting involved in any of that side of it? Because you're 34 weeks now, so yeah. So I've the baby's much, cooked. Yeah, so I've pretty much ordered. No, he. There's basically we're doing the baby's room up at the moment. So we've just started painting yesterday. I've literally got paint all over me. Um, but everything for baby is boxed up, bagged up in a spare room. Ben couldn't even tell you what half of it was, I'm sure. <laughs> so it's definitely been me. And, you know, I did that whole, I'm not going to buy too much. We don't need too much at the beginning. The room yeah. is full. It's like yeah. Christmas up there. I don't, know, I don't know what half of it does, but I buy into everything. So I've got, you know, I've got breast pumps and bottle warmers and, and I don't even know how I'm going to feed yet. I've got yeah. everything, everything just in case. Yeah, over-prepared. Over-prepared, if I'm honest. <laughs> but haven't opened a single box, so haven't even like put a battery in anything yet. Yeah. And Louisa, tell us a little bit about, I guess, how you were feeling, like, in the early days. Like, did you sort of struggle with how, you know, your body was changing or, you know, anything like that? Yeah, I really, really did. Um, and it was it was something that for a while I was like, I feel like I need to talk about this. And, and then I didn't because you sort of feel like you don't want to... It was a really difficult thing. So you, you're pregnant. So everybody around you obviously feels like, well, this is the best news possible. This is what you wanted. Therefore, you should just feel happy every day and not have any sort of negative thoughts. And, and in my head, I was thinking, this doesn't sit right because I'm so happy that I'm pregnant, but I'm so unhappy in many other ways. So at first, obviously, I was sick. I had sickness, but it was more that my body was changing and I wasn't in control of how I felt and I wasn't in control 
of the fact that I had no energy and normally I'm a really energetic person or you know that I was craving really terrible foods and I don't normally eat like that and but you're you're almost afraid to speak about it to anyone because Mm. you know my mum was like well you know you're pregnant of course you're going to put on weight like it's just so blasé because people have been through it. So they, mm. are, you know, and to my friends that hadn't have been through it, I was, I just felt terrible to even be like negative, I guess, around the fact that I was pregnant, you know, when some people are trying. And um, so it was a really, it becomes quite isolating, I guess, like quite lonely in a way. I really felt that too, actually. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I've mm. had days where I was at home crying to Ben, like, I just hate my body and I, I don't know what, I don't like what's going on. And he'd be like, but we're having a baby. And it's almost like your brain mm. doesn't connect to what's actually happening yet. Mm. Yeah. Does that so, make sense? You've articulated that so beautifully, so beautifully, because I definitely went through that as well. And I don't think there's enough conversation around that, actually, because like you said, when you become pregnant, everybody expects you to just be in this sort of blissful bubble and not go through any of the struggles that you would do if you didn't have a baby growing inside you. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, like you said, being out of control and watching your body change. And I actually think that sharing all of that stuff, it's not negative. It's just a super important part of pregnancy. Yeah. It's funny how we how we sort of assume that actually saying, do you know what, I'm actually feeling X, Y, and Z is like a negative thing. I think it's really positive to be able to share that because I think a lot of women will go through that. Yeah. You know, how many of us can hold our hands up and say, regardless of whether we're pregnant or not, that we're okay with gaining weight on that scale? Like I put on nearly four stone. That's yeah, a lot of, I'm already and I'm not even at the end. Yeah, like it's a <laughs> yeah. lot. That's a lot. Even just saying it, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot for us to cope with and deal with. So I think it's really powerful that you're talking about it. Who did you talk to at the time? Was it just Ben? It was, it was Ben for a while, but I just knew he wouldn't, he just couldn't understand it. Mm. I mean, look, before I was even pregnant, you know, throughout the first lockdown, we were eating so healthily. I was exercising every day. I was, I was looking back. I was tiny, if I'm honest. But even then I'd say to Ben, oh, look at my bum, look at my cellulite. So to him, I think it was just me doing my usual, which is, oh, I don't like myself, like compliment me type thing. Um, and I ended up speaking to, yeah, a few of my friends and they've all been amazing, but it's so hard, isn't it? To eat, to even like explain to people how you feel, cause I couldn't work it out for myself. And the only way now I'm sort of towards the end and actually I'm fine now. Like I'm yeah. happy. I don't care that I've put weight on and I'm, you know, yes, I can't walk up the stairs. Who cares? <laughs> you know, because it's almost like my brain just accepted yes. what was happening yeah whereas yeah. before I could it was you could have told me a hundred times but it's because you're having a baby and it's like something in my head just wasn't um connecting to what was going on there. it's the only way I can describe it I don't know about the two of you but I felt like that until I had a proper bump like until I had a f- proper bump where I could see you know physically see I could feel the baby like I was almost probably bit more bonded with the baby then I felt okay with my body changes but it was before that that I didn't because it's this is so ridiculous but I wanted you know if someone looked at me on the train who saw me every single day I didn't want them to think oh she looks a bit peaky I just wanted them to see me as oh, I'm actually pregnant this does mm. this is why I look like this it's, it's mm. because I'm pregnant and which mm. is ridiculous it doesn't shouldn't matter but 
that def that's definitely how I felt until I felt like I looked pregnant mm. I would I just wasn't comfortable and I was as as hard on myself as I would be when I'm not pregnant hear you yeah see yeah. for me I think it was until I felt the baby move yes so yeah. I I had a bump really early on I'm like <laughs> If I'm honest, I my bump just shot out instantly. So everyone thinks it's a boy for that reason, but I mean, who knows? <laughs> um, I think the moment I started feeling movements, I really understood what was happening in my own yeah. body. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I you could have shown me a scan every day, and it was like I was watching the TV. It was like yeah. that wasn't what was happening inside me. And the moment I started feeling movements, it was like, okay, you're there. You know, you're yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the boobs are great, aren't they? Mine have not really grown. I'm oh, really upset. Louisa, no. I've never had any boobs. It's always been one of my. You Give know, us a little the... look now. Go on, Louisa. Just tell me. <laughs> no, 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 I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm not even lying. It's always when I was younger, I wanted a boob job. I never had one, and it was always, you know, at least when I'm pregnant, I'm going to have boobs. Well, every day I'm like, Ben, are they growing? Are they growing? <laughs> <laughs> they haven't really, but uh, oh well. How do you think you will feel when the bait when you've given birth and then you are standing with your uh, postnatal body you said you've gone through a lot of acceptance during the pregnancy and we've obviously yeah. touched on the fact that you were kind of struggling with the weight gain and how, how do you think that moment will feel how, how will you cope do you think I'm 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 hoping that obviously my baby is here and that is the only thing that I care about yeah um and I'm sure I'm sure it will be initially um, I guess it depends on how well I recover, how quickly I can go back to exercise. Um, and then, and cause yeah, it will, it will affect me, you know, in my, as I, you know, I've, I've been buying clothes already for when I'm not pregnant anymore, mm. the mm. size that I was before. And it's like, because I'm just subconscious, I'm trying to tell myself, you'll be fine. You'll get back to it, you know, and it's not really, okay. Look, it's all, it is about how you look, but not n- necessarily no. for me. It's about how I feel and yeah. mentally, Yes, you know, I would exercise nearly every single day. And if I wasn't exercising, I was so active, you know, 10,000 steps. I'd hit that easily in half. I was just always on the go, always out and about. So for me, I think, I hope that I recover quickly and I recover well and I can sort of just get back to feeling myself again, if that makes sense. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, I might not look in the mirror for the first year and think, oh, my God, I want to go and do a bikini, you know, a bikini um, shot. But that's not, I think as long as I feel fit and healthy in myself, then I'll be happy. I love you know that. What? Yeah. I love that. Don't you, George? That whole I self-love do. thing. I don't know about you, I George, but it. I look I back on it. it. I-, I wish that I'd been kinder and loved myself more in those six months afterwards and not fought it so much. George, did you? I don't know how you... Yeah, and also a I guess than me. maybe constant... Like, I think you're so right, as in it's more about how you're going to feel and feeling like yourself. So you saying, you know, I've already bought myself clothes, but I think those last, you know, six weeks or so, you do kind of stop feeling like you're yourself because you like you say you know you you can't you're not as physically able to do all the things that you used to I do I can't and, bend over yeah. can't shake my legs like this is <laughs> can't see your feet I know yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's almost like afterwards you want to just feel a little bit more like you again and I think it takes time for sure it definitely takes time and you are a new person um but it, I think if you can yeah if you focus more on learning to love the, the new person yeah, that you yeah, are yeah. then 
you know, you'll be absolutely fine. Yeah, you will. You will. And we're <laughs> on the end of the phone if you need us, Louisa. <laughs> yeah, because you know you've been there. It's, it is, you know, and it does. It seems it just, it. before I got pregnant, I just never even knew these things would enter my mind, if I'm honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, not a lot of people talk about them, actually. Like, because like you said, there is a bit of a pressure from society, ourselves, whatever, to just be completely okay with it. Cause, you know, we're pregnant, that's all we've ever wanted and we've got that. But like all of those other issues do come up and it's really important to share them, I think. And actually yeah. sometimes talking about weight gain, even if it is during pregnancy, people don't want to discuss that. It's like, we should just be okay with it. Well, somebody that had an eating disorder... Yeah. I, d- I wasn't okay with it. I really struggled with it. And I struggled postnatally as well. I really did. Um, and that's okay to say. Did it bring things up for you then? Because I was the same. I, I remember like crying one day to my mum saying, I've got so many issues that I never realised I had. Mm. They, it brought them out to the surface. So definitely. in a way, it's been quite a nice healing process. But yeah, it definitely brought, and I'm just talking like weight related and food yes. thing. Like, I don't yep. mean, you know, other issues. It definitely, yeah, brought things to the surface that I didn't even realise I was, like, obsessing over. Yeah. I guess it's the control thing, isn't it? Because you don't realise how in control you've been of your body throughout all, you know, all of the years you've been alive. And then suddenly you literally have no control. Like, Mm. someone else has the full control of what is happening. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yes. This little brute. (laughs) Yeah. Taking everything. (laughs) How was it telling work, Louisa? Because you... You have just left haven't you EastEnders yeah so I so I told them quite early on because so I was in the middle of filming um a, a miscarriage storyline oh um gosh. so my character was suffering with miscarriages and then it went on to she found out that she had endometriosis so I knew this storyline was what was what I was doing for the next six months um so yes when I found out I was pregnant I then was going back to work in January to continue with these miscarriage storylines there was like two or three miscarriages coming up so I thought okay like I'll be fine I you can't tell anyone that early on so I just have to get through it and I think I got to maybe like week eight or nine of my pregnancy and I told um James Bai who like plays played my husband in the show Um, And I was like, I'm really early, but I have to tell you because I don't know how I'm going to get through this or feel. This is a really surreal situation. And then I did. I told the bosses really early on um, because I felt like I didn't want them to – I didn't want them to find out and then – um, change the route of the storyline because it was really important like to cover endometriosis. Um, and also, I just felt like if I say something now, if I have a moment on set where I'm a bit nervous or, you know, I, I'm not going to, on top of that, feel like I've been silent so I, and I can't say anything yeah. because it's a secret. Um, so, yeah, they were amazing. They just said, like, any support you need or if you want to change anything, let us know. But obviously I never did. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, it was it was really strange. It was a – and maybe that was partly to do with why I wasn't accepting what was going on in my own body, maybe, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. obviously you go to work every day and you're, you're playing the exact opposite of what's happening to you at that time. Oh, um, yeah. It was really strange. Do you think you were trying to detach them? Like, so you almost like trying to detach you, what was actually going on in your life? Yeah, I was trying to protect to, myself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was trying to protect myself. And it was until I, I had a midwife's appointment and I walked in and I just cried on the bed. And she was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I don't really know. I've just had a really like tough day at work and sort of explained what I was doing. And she was like, 
can't believe that's what you're doing. But at the same time, there was this weird thing in my head of, but I'm the lucky one because I'm the one who is pregnant and is having a healthy pregnancy. And I'm playing out something that is the reality to thousands of women. So Mm. who am I to now feel like self-pity for myself that I'm doing this storyline does that make sense oh no you're you yes but I don't agree with that because I feel like you were living it yeah but I was like it's um it is you know I'm I'm in I'm in a very fortunate position and I'm just playing out something that's very real for a lot of women yeah um and that's how I got through it yeah and I guess it's just highlighting as well like you say the reality for thousands of women and this is why I think so many people don't want to say anything negative about being pregnant you know about their pregnancies because they know you know you don't know who you're talking to when you're saying these things that they may be struggling with miscarriage or they may be struggling with fertility and we're all you know so aware that this is going on that that's why you don't want to say anything negative when you are pregnant because you want to protect everyone else yeah 100 percent. of course you do um but yeah so that was my work experience to be honest on a lighter note towards the end it was quite funny because obviously I'm now heavily pregnant at work and all the storyline is about Ruby trying to conceive <laughs> yeah Meanwhile, I'm, I'm out here, you know. Um, how do you do how that? Did she, yeah, how did you yeah. do that? How did, how did you leave? They, just, the, they literally just shot me from the shoulders up in the end because they were like, we can't. We uh, You start off with like covering yourself with big jackets and scarves and bags. And then it gets to the point where the cameraman, bless them, are just like, yeah, it's just not can't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But how, how did they put you on pause for however long you, you're taking off? So what was what was the exit? Oh, I can't. Oh, we don't, oh no, it's still on screen, say. so I can't say. Yeah, I thought she I, might slip I, up then with the old baby brain. Oh, so <laughs> no, 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 I wouldn't. I'd get in trouble. Yeah, no. So I've, yeah, I, I'm, I'm out in a few, on screen. I think I, she leaves in maybe like September time because we we film a few months ahead. Okay. Um, yeah. But you're coming back. Well, I don't know if I'm honest. It's been left open, which is lovely. Um, I We've just sort of, yeah, with everyone having a baby on a show like that, it's more a case of, you know, let's see how you feel once you're a mum. You just don't yeah. know how you're going to feel, do you? And what do you think? What like How do you think? Because lots of people are like, I'm going to be back to work after three months or six months or a year. Like what in your head, what do you think you'll feel like? I think... And a lot of this is because, so, you know, being an actress, you never, ever, ever have time where you're not worried about your next job. Yeah. You never, all of us, everyone's yeah. self-employed. You're constantly thinking of the next thing, the next thing. Um, so in a way, for, for two reasons. One, you know, this is my first child. I obviously want to be at home and, and enjoy as much of this time as I can. And two how lovely that I can finally not have the pressure on myself of what's next because actually I'm I'm at home being a mum that's what I'm doing you know I'm doing the thing that I've wanted most in life so I don't think I'll be in a rush to go back to work but then at the same time I don't know because it's that is who I am so will I have that moment of I need a bit more of myself back again like mm. I don't know when that moment will come if that makes yeah. sense but that's why I've sort of just me and Ben have decided like I'm just going to stay home we're going to give it a year we think of me not working and but if I decide to go back before or after or you know we work it out from there 
Louisa, I feel like you've got it nailed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I say all this now, I'll be calling you up in two months time going, I can't do this. <laughs> help, help, help me. Um, Everything was alive. <laughs> We've got to do some predictions. We've got to do some predictions. Okay. What, what do you we think? like to take bets. What do you think? But what I'm having. Boy or yeah. girl, yeah. I think boy because everybody keeps telling me it's a boy. I don't have an answer for that. Oh, Siri was trying oh, to get Siri. involved there. Siri, Siri went, you can't I don't have an answer, have an answer for that. For yeah, that. Well, I mean, neither do we, Siri. <laughs> um, but I don't have that. People say, like, you must know. You must have a gut feeling. No. I don't. Is that really a thing? No, you know, I didn't have a gut feeling. Well, I found out. So yeah, I guess at the beginning, <laughs> at the beginning though, I was convinced I was I was going to have two girls and I ended up having a, a girl and a boy. So I mean, oh, it really annoys me as well when you meet people and then you, you go, we haven't found out. They go, definitely a girl. And you're like, can you see inside my womb? How the yeah. fuck do you know? Or they like, do like a chain over the top of your belly. Definitely a boy. And you think, yeah. I mean, come on. If it was yeah. that easy, like Are really. you Paul McKenna? Put your chain away, Someone love. said to me, someone said to me, oh, it's definitely a girl. And I was like, why? She said, your whole face has changed. <laughs> <laughs> she is mean? not a friend. She <laughs> said, well, it actually wasn't. It was someone at work, but bless them. I don't think they realised what they said. They said, something to do with um, if you're having a girl, like it takes all your beauty. And she literally <laughs> said to me, your whole face has changed. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> On that note, Louisa, your yeah, whole face thanks. hasn't changed. You look absolutely wonderful. Oh, um, have an amazing time during, um, <laughs> you know, the, during the, the period afterwards. Good luck with the labour and let us know how you get on. We're rooting for you. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye. See ya. Such a great conversation. Yeah. Such a brilliant chat. Yeah, it really was. And you know what? When you, you know, when you talk to someone and they're pregnant and they're telling you, you know, the things that they've been through, it's like you kind of forget that you felt like that. And mm. at the time, if I'd have listened to that podcast, you know, when I was thinking, when I was pregnant with Axel, thinking, oh, God, I don't want, I remember having like meltdowns. I can't go, I can't go to work. I've got nothing to wear. I feel horrible. Da, da, da. If I'd have listened to that and just known that there was someone else feeling that way, mm. it, it would have been so much better. And I think, you know, for me, any mates that are pregnant or anyone, you know, mm. who I chat to who's pregnant, I am going to be open about those other things that you might go through I, I really loved as well how because this is what we're all about is that it's not how you look it's how you feel and she yeah. felt that already you know um I could I, I could sense that off her that actually she'd done a lot of healing or she said I've done a lot of healing and yeah. I think it's I think it's really important and it's really important to vocalize everything that you're going through during your pregnancies and beyond because it, it's it, you know I think it's a false economy to think that we just sail through it there are lots yeah. of little mountains that we have to climb. And then when the baby comes, there's an even bigger one. And it's like we're exactly. all in it together, basically. Yeah, and really interesting as well how, you know, you obviously, so you had an eating disorder and, you know, when you're when the control's taken away from you, that can be really hard. But mm. she was saying that she didn't even know that she no. had not necessarily an eating disorder, but some issues that hadn't ever come up be- until she was pregnant. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's really interesting as well because that's nothing you can ever prepare yourself for totally yeah but massive thank you to louisa and thank you for listening and coming back every single week we would love you to rate review subscribe and follow the podcast um and also keep sending in those pictures george yes please do we love seeing where you're listening and how you're listening and actually how are you listening in the summer holidays are you sneaking upstairs having a having a bath away from the kids <laughs> putting, your, putting your headphones in actually no naked pictures please no I should caveat there um, but <laughs> <laughs> any suggestions anyone you know on instagram 
mum who's you know really sort of getting a, a great message across for parents then please dm us any suggestions at made by mamas or on zoe's own channel at zoe hardman and we'll be back on friday Made by Mamas is an Insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the wonderful Imogen Hart. Insanity Group. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.